BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, this is Note to Self, and I'm your host, Peyton Sarton. From Q&As and breakup tips to simply navigating every stage of life, Note to Self is a space to get messy, explore new perspectives, and ultimately empower yourself and others. Grab some wine or a mocktail, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, so I, today, am recording my 100th episode of Note to Self. And we're in my apartment. If you're watching this on YouTube, I will actually put this up on YouTube. Hey, it's me, Mon. And I'm doing my own audio levels and like the lighting and the video and stuff, which I normally don't do. So I really am so sorry if this sounds like a little less official than normal, like when when Josh is producing. Hi, Josh. He will be editing, so hopefully he can help me in post. But anyway, we're doing the 100th episode, 100th episode of Note to Self. This is a milestone, I feel. Yeah. It really is. I mean, you know me, how I'm like, well, it's just kind of actually a random number. But, you know, 100 sounds. That's cool. I'd, it's like so weird that you did 100 episodes. 100 whole episodes. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Unless I, I do have a panic attack every day or every week, I guess, when I put out a new episode. I feel like I should go back and count just to make sure the number's correct. <laughs> Whatever. I get nervous. I get nervous. Anyway, so it's 100 episodes. Thank you guys so much for being here. I'm just going to start that from the beginning. We actually just took a shot, our first shot. Did you take a second one? I took two, yeah. So we're going to do today, I thought I'd switch it up. We're going to do a truth or drink episode. And I am the subject. Usually I ask other people questions and I get to control the situation and I know what's going to happen and I know the vibes. But this week... I do not know the vibes. And I've invited one of my best friends, Iman, here to do her, really to employ her best skill, which is coming up with questions. Some of them are juicy. Are they all juicy or like? Yeah. So I just want to really like hone in here. I like during this episode, I'm not like your best friend who really wants you to conceal all of your mm -hmm. juicy secrets. <laughs> I am a woman of the people. I was thinking like, what do I want to know about like any person that I follow like what is the juiciest thing yeah what is the best I just you're it's I don't I understand what you're saying I don't know I understand what you're saying to you but I'm getting on the other side I'm gonna be interrogating okay we just you have to go with it can we like laugh together we like, can absolutely laugh or are you gonna no, play no, no. that part I'm not gonna be serious but I'm gonna really go there okay yeah well, yeah, okay. And I have good. my notebook, so if you can, you're gonna see this encourage on YouTube, me. My red notebook. So. Yeah, she's she's got the notebook yeah. down. Okay, so hold on one second. I think we should just like go ahead and start because if I don't want to run over and this to be like a super long episode. Okay. 
plus our Chick-fil-A just got here and I'm like, I put yeah. it in the oven, okay. not on, just like to like, you know, warm it up. Anyway, okay. So basically the rules are, if I don't answer, I'm probably gonna be sipping my drink the whole time. I only took one shot in preparation for this, but maybe the rule should be if I choose not to answer, I have to chug for like three seconds. Okay. Or drink for three full seconds. Because otherwise it'd just be me taking a sip like I would be taking okay, a sip. Okay, yeah. You, you know what I mean? To, like, actually there has to be a rule, but I can't do like full shots or else because I have a feeling that I'm not going to answer a lot of questions. Okay, I'd be so, dead. okay. All right, we're starting with the first question, gal. Truth or drink, 100th episode. Let's go. Do you want the first? So I have some like sentimental ones and then some like intense ones. What do you okay. mean? Just know. start That's wherever. Good. Let's just okay. Let's just off top. Okay. Well, the list. first one I've written is: What part of yourself do you feel is misunderstood online, if any? Part of myself that's misunderstood. I think my dedication to like almost like female empowerment. I think it's misunderstood in a way that I don't ever like let a man take charge almost like I feel like with some sometimes with women when they DM me about stuff they'll be like well he does this and he does this and I feel like I should like leave him because he did x y and z things or he's not perfect essentially and I just talked to my friend Pia about this on her podcast but I feel like people think that I'm the person to be like dump him you know what I mean like immediately dump him yeah when really I'm I can see a lot of different angles for things and I'm always the one like with friends that's like I mean, yeah, that sucks. But like, if that's not crossing a boundary for you, it's a conversation you can have with him. Like people are people they are going to make mistakes. And unless it's like crossing a boundary, like men are fucking stupid sometimes. Like they're going to say stupid shit and do stupid shit without being like a horrible person. <laughs> but, but I feel like it's, I it would come across if I was like, I'm like the dump him girl, which I'm totally not. Actually, as your friend, anytime I've ever vented to you about like a relationship <laughs> issue, <laughs> You're not like not the friend that validates you. You're not. <laughs> you're like I get send you eight paragraphs and you'd be like, "Well, did you tell him?" It's <laughs> like, um, no, I just sent you the eight paragraphs. Like, I, I didn't tell him. Yeah, but what do you think? It's like, yeah, I probably just let him know. Yeah, you're, just, you're not. You're you're a person who's who loves communication and like between you and a partner and yes. like you will not you're not the girl for me to gossip like with my boyfriend with which no. I love because it also is great inspiration because a guy like fucking takes his socks off and I'm like you guys is toes <laughs> all my group chats you guys he just took his socks off like it's 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 not good I will I it's will I you, will entertain that yeah. though for a sec like if someone's toes are disgusting like obviously I'll be like you will on. entertain okay, it obviously not. but like for the long haul like a committed relationship I'm like hey Peyton um you're like no, I'm on the side. I just did this yeah. to you. Iman was just talking about a guy that she like shouldn't be talking to or shouldn't see or whatever. And I'm like, but why shouldn't you see him? She's like, because. And I'm like, but why? Yeah. Like, I like him. He's yeah. great. She's like, okay. I also think it's misunderstood that because I talk a lot about a lot of things. Yeah. I brought you up the other day because we were talking about how Wait, some people. Quick. Huh. One of your podcast episodes, I was listening to just like as a fan and I was listening to one of your apps. <laughs> What was it? <laughs> and it was for the what's the what's like called? lube or something? No, what's the brand called? Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. And mm -hmm. you were like, yeah, me and my pretty mod <laughs> went to go get vibrators together. I was a fan, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, me and I went to go get vibrators together. Me and my pretty mod, Abdullah, at Elon's last year. 
fucking vibrators together and we just was like I sold you out no way she's talking about this we ad did. I wasn't even involved with that thing. you didn't mention me it was just the ad was come on like, yeah I um me and Iman bought our first vibrators together we did as everyone knows from the ad that she was at me we <laughs> thanks Adam and Eve for sponsoring I didn't I sometimes like, imagine you like as a listener, just like oh, I'm listening to podcast. I'm listening, and I was like, <laughs> "Why the fuck are you talking about my first vibrator experience?" God, I would hate to be friends with an influencer if I wasn't already signed on. <laughs> I didn't even like bring it up to you because I was just like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> well, I was saying on this this podcast, or no, I was talking to my friend. Pia about this and she we were talking about men and this whole thing and I was like my friend Iman actually brought up the other day I didn't realize this about myself but you were like you actually do a really good job of not talking shit about your boyfriend and like venting about your boyfriend or talking about your relationship problems I wish you would do it more like I don't talk about my relationship like if we have a communication error I'm not gonna like bring it to my friends and like pull the group because there's so much about my relationship that I don't that they don't know but also I think this can go the opposite, like wrong direction when like you're in a really toxic situation. Yeah. You don't want your friends to dislike the guy. So like yeah. you hide him from everyone. Yeah. I'll like, I would bitch about little stuff. Like I'd be like his, he's being annoying or he's like playing video games. It's annoying. Like little tiny things, but I think like real. Yeah. I would never share. It's like, that's just, I feel like it's such an invasion of privacy as much as I invade your you privacy. Teach me. No, you teach me. And yeah, you're like, me and my boyfriend, me and my boyfriend were amazing. Never but yeah, no, I, I really respect that about you. And once I also kind of learned that about you, I stopped like, doing oh, I it. actually really respect that. Like, it's I'm actually you really noticed, cool. Because I didn't even notice. Me that. and TK talked about it last night. I mm-hmm. went to dinner with TK and. Um, TK's my old roommate, by the way. Yeah. And I was like. Peyton's so good. She is a leader <laughs> in communication, not only because you're like, oh, I don't talk to him, but you're just like, you will say it to him mm-hmm. instead of to your friend. And I was like, that feels monument. That feels like. You know what it is? Compartmentalizing. That's what it is. It's just hard because I'm like, I'm annoyed. And then I want to text all my eight group chats, FaceTime all my 30 friends, put well, all my get close some friends. information, you know? But yeah. like only you, but again, this comes back to the point of note to self. I say this all the time. Yeah. Only you know the situation yeah. and what you should exactly. do. So like, yeah. it's hard sometimes to like, you want validation for something. And that's, oh, again, I'm not the God. friend that gives you validation. No, you're not. You will if I'm genuinely <laughs> If you're right. correct. Yeah. If you're right, well, if you're going to give me all of, it's not, yeah. It's not correct or yeah. not. If you agree, you'll give me all the validation in the world, but you're not just going to be like doing it for no reason. Yeah. You're going to be like, well, did you? And I'll be like. You're a validator though. Anything you're like. I'm like, should I do this? You're like, yes. yeah. Or should I do this? You know, it's like, yes. yeah, if you want to. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, I also just love being really realistic. So mm-hmm. you can also see things from a lot of different sides. Yeah. It's like if a friend asks you about something mm-hmm. and you know they're going to do it anyways, to be like, no, wait, just it's like, look, Isn't you're going to do it. Just like maybe I, I'd rather give like a realistic approach than mm-hmm. no. Don't do it. Isn't it funny though? Because I, I, as a woman, I feel like we pick up on little things. I can hear that exact sentiment in your voice when I'm asking you something. Really? And you're saying yes. I know you're saying it because you're yeah. like, fuck it. She's going to do it anyway, whether I say yes or no. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's going to do what she wants to do. Yeah. It's like I I also, you know, like the canon event on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, event. I don't want to like <laughs> mess up your canon event. You 
you probably need to do it. Yeah. And I'd rather give you the tips for after you do it than mm-hmm. be like, don't do it. And then you do it. And it's like it, the whole conversation. just It's just more drama waste. than there needs yeah, to be. Yeah, it's like not productive. The also, conversation's not productive. Also, a side note, I have a, th- I have a theory about this just reminded me of it. And then we'll go to the next question. Okay. I think, you know how men, well, I guess it's more of an observation than a theory, but you know how like men are really scared of like judgment and like they want approval from their friends so much. I think women are so opposite. And what I mean, a prime example of this is like, okay, a guy will hide things from his his friends that they don't want him to do. Or they have said like, don't hook up with that girl. He'll go hook up with that girl and like hide it. Whereas women will be like, or he'll be texting her like, yeah. like novels and like not want to say anything because he doesn't admit to his friends that he like actually is in love with her and all these things. Women will literally be like, bitch, do not do that. You are a fucking scumbag if you do that. You're a whore. You're disgusting. Yes. We hate you. And we're yeah. talking to each other like, do not do it. And then yeah. we will dead ass look each other in the eyes. Like you tell me not to do something. I will dead ass look you in the eye and be like, I'm going to go do it anyway. And we'll run away and go do it. We almost want to do it more when our friends say don't do it. I've gone through extreme lengths to turn my location off because I know my friends (laughs) will know I'm going to my ex's Well, you're going to admit it anyway. I'm going to admit the next day, but I don't want that kind of like negative energy towards me when Mm -hmm. I'm doing it. I already know it's bad. I don't need a double. I will go through extreme lengths to I've turned my phone off at my house so that it dies at my house. (laughs) Gone to my ex's house. And then turned it back on in the morning and still I get the screenshots of my location. It's like, why are you guys looking? Yeah. Well, that's how women are. are you guys and looking? we're not, I'm not worried about my friends thinking I'm stupid, but men are so worried about looking stupid in front of their friends. I'm like, if I look stupid in front of Iman, like, I think I'll be fine. If I only look stupid in front of my friends, my, my <laughs> would be so much oh my god <laughs> this is a safe care. place to look dumb oh i don't need to impress god. y'all that's why we're friends care. yeah okay next question next question oh god okay next question what is the least glamorous thing about being an influencer literally fucking everything and i ask that because when i see your instagram mm-hmm. i'm like perfect life amazing mm-hmm. and also when i'm like talking to you simultaneously and if you're like going through something or or I I know you're like going on a brand trip, but you're also like maybe going through something and yeah. then your t- photos look iconic. And right. everyone's like, icon- like Peyton is just living the best time of her life. This is amazing. <laughs> and then my brain, I'm like, yeah, she's like having a great time. But like, I also know yeah. it's like, I don't. Yeah, it's well, interesting. I will say one thing. I think that Instagram is really hard to like, it's hard to show because you, can, you can't post that much content on Instagram. Like, it's yeah. quick stuff. It's quick stories or a quick post or a reel. And then also, I think a lot of times if you try to get real on Instagram, it's kind of feels manufactured. Yeah. Like, if you try to do something that's, like, relatable, like, it just – it's so overdone and it feels truly manufactured to me. Like, yeah. I also just think some people just aren't – like, they're forcing it too much. But anyway, I think, one – if anyone wants to know what's actually going on in my life, I say this a lot, especially when I do Instagram Q&As. I'm like, listen to the podcast. I will talk about stuff on the podcast all day because it's long form. We can talk about it like this. It's calm. Instagram's just not that way. Or YouTube. Yeah. I honestly share a lot more on vlogs sometimes than even podcasts. Anyway, so I think the least glamorous, there's so many not glamorous things. Like I went to shoot a deal, a brand deal two days ago, went to Malibu. Mm-hmm. The brand, after I did all the shit for it, <laughs> Ended up coming back and being like, you need to redo this whole thing. But while we were there, 
the video is like really cool and really pretty because I was like showing the features of this camera that I really like actually. And it's in Malibu. We went to Paradise Cove, which Cute. have you been there before? Of course. Okay. Kids running everywhere, screaming. Yeah. Well, that's like where the kids A bird go. pooped on our entire like chair. We had, oh, a bird actually flew into our French fries and then stole one. And then we were mm. like, should we eat these? Or are we going to get bird flu? Right. And then both of us were looking, me and my friend Jamie were looking at each other like, do we care? Do we, are we going to risk it? And then we right. risked it. Mm-hmm. So little things like that were happening. We were sweating. We were covered in sand in the car. Jamie, at one point we went to Starbucks and she was in Starbucks with her shoes off because she didn't want to put her shoes on because there was sand on them. <laughs> <laughs> and all this stuff is documented on YouTube, but it's yeah. not like on Instagram. Yeah. And then on Instagram, you see the stories. carousel of like, oh, like, so yeah. And I'm yeah. like, it's like a reel where it's like, and then the the camera settings are whatever. Like, it yeah. looks like a vintage fun thing. Yeah. So I would say like, there's a lot on the back end of being an influencer that's the same as everyone else's job. It's just like, it's also our job to make things look pretty. And not only because like, I think some people think it's because we want to look cool. Yeah. Some people might want to look cool. I just genuinely like pretty content. Yeah. Like I, there's a place for pretty content and I love Instagram for that, right? Yeah. Then there's a place for real conversations. I love podcasts for that. There's a place for funny stuff or like little quips. TikTok, I love that for that. I feel like every platform has its things and I get to like be a different version of myself and show a different version of myself on each platform. I think people should use it that way at least. But what sucks about like some of it is like if someone just follows me on Instagram, they're probably like, this bitch is so <laughs> boring. Like, Where's the flavor? (laughs) I'm like, go to the podcast, scroll down a couple episodes. Yeah. You'll find some titles you like. It's just hard to put that on Instagram. Also, as Peyton's friend, I can speak to something that's hard. Um, Being an influencer is that every time we go eat, Mm -hmm. I have to wait Mm. for the photo first. That's hard for you. And it's hard for me because I'm like really excited to eat. But Peyton needs the photo. You got to get the photo of the food. I have to get the photo first. Mm -hmm. And that's something over the years that I think has really marked my experience and our friendship and something that's been really hard on me. And no one's gone to therapy for it. But it's like no one's ever asked me, (laughs) Are you? No one's ever asked me, Are Are you you okay? okay? Are you hungry? (laughs) No one's ever said, You want, are you fucking starving? I would say yes. Yes, I'm starving. I would say yes, I'm starving. And I would say, but then no. you're like, but the food is free sometimes. It, yeah, but it's like no one's really checking in on that. So <laughs> I'm really glad I get to talk about this right now. And it's like, yes, I'm hungry. I'm starving. And Peyton has to take the photo. Yeah. And that's hard on it's not just hardness. her. I'm not saying it's just her. It's hard on everyone. But you got you to work for your food around here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard on everyone. And <laughs> I don't know. That's it's just really hard for us. Today's episode is sponsored by Notion, which is amazing for me because not to be dramatic, uh, but I use Notion for basically organizing my entire life. If you're like me, getting work done can feel impossible most days. This is especially true if you're tracking tasks, writing docs, setting goals, et cetera, et cetera, in a ton of different places. If this sounds like you, then listen up. Notion is an incredible tool that makes it so much easier to make progress on your projects. For me, I just kind of like to have everything in one place. So it cleans up my mental load when I keep things simple. 
So Notion is an all-in-one workspace that you can use on your desktop or on your phone. I use it on both to write your to-do list, to keep track of expenses, plan travel, and truly so much more. I personally use Notion for daily to-dos, scheduling out trips like my recent trip to New York, planning podcast episodes, keeping track of brand partnerships, making my weekly meal plans. I truly, I just use it for everything. Today, I'm excited to share that they just launched Notion Projects, which includes new powerful ways to manage projects and leverage the power of their built-in AI features too. Notion Projects combine project management with your docs, knowledge base, and AI, so you can stop jumping between tools and stop paying too much for them as well. Notion is super customizable. View projects in a few different ways from timeline to table or change up the look aesthetically, which y'all know is my thing. It's very important. I have to make everything look pretty. Do your most efficient work with Notion projects. You can try it for free today at notion.com slash note to self. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash note to self. When you use our link, you're supporting our show. Go right now to notion.com slash note to self. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV, and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing conversations to come. New episodes of With Wit are available every Tuesday on all platforms. Another thing about not glamorous about being an influencer is I spend a lot of time by myself in this house yeah. in silence. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, she's must be living the dream. And I'm like, no, I'm sweating <laughs> in my apartment. And everyone's yelling at me because the brands want everything right, right now. <laughs> and I'm like, I actually had a brand yesterday. Oh, no. Email me about they always want an ETA, ETA for everything, ETA for the concept to be in and ETA for the for the first draft ETA. of things, like estimated time. Basically. No, I know what it means, but it's like, it feels like it's like, oh, you're on your way to dinner. Like, what's your ETA? Like, the yeah, brand's no, ETA, I'll get it. I'll get a text about when my ETA is to send the email that I need to send. The, oh. It's like over communication. Yeah. I had a brand get mad at me. Mm-hmm. Okay. For not, they were like, well, you really need to hurry up and get content in basically because it was due yesterday. And I was shooting certain products, they haven't gotten me the products yet. Right. So I'm like, okay, explain to me how I'm supposed to shoot a motherfucking product that I don't have because you haven't sent it to me yet. And they're up my ass about this fucking product. And that happens when it sounds like if it was a one-off, fine. Like it's an annoying thing that happened today. When I tell you it's every goddamn brand I work with, which luckily right now I have a lot of brand partners that I'm working with and things have picked up past Q1 again, but like it's all day, every day. Brands being like micromanaging and then they, them dropping the ball and you being like, why am I stressed about this? This is your fault. <laughs> and now you're making it my fault and they yeah. gaslight you. I feel like I work in like, sometimes I try to avoid corporate world so much, but some of the shit that influencers have to do nowadays is corporate work where we're doing, sending in concepts, going to unnecessary meetings, like touching base so much. I'm like, it's a fucking TikTok. <laughs> We're not curing cancer. Okay, just, just what the base. fuck? Well, you sent me a brief with very specific details and now you want You're me like, to. I'm at the beach. No, I, I'm. What do you want me to touching do? Base, I'm at the beach. I, I literally like I've had brands send me brief with specific details and then ask me to Google Doc, reiterate those details, type them out myself so that I understand them. I'm like, 
am I, what the fuck is happening right now? Do I work in a corporate job? And I'm one dollar a day, and I get no benefits. For one dollar a day, you can help Peyton fund life that she has. You can help me fund my health insurance because if I'm working a corporate job, I better get benefits. All right, (sighs) that's rant over. Rant over. We only went through like two questions. It's twenty minutes. (laughs) Okay, we're rapid firing. I promise we're rapid firing. Do you want to do some like crazy ones? Yeah, let's do some crazy ones. Two questions in. Time for the crazy ones. I'm so scared. These are funny. I'm ready to drink. So ask me something I can not answer so I can drink. Perfect. Okay. So I'm going to start this off with the would you rather. Okay. Would you rather have to immediately join a dance circle every time you leave your front door or go on a date with everyone you've ghosted the past three years? One date. One day with everyone you've ghosted the past three years. Yeah. What is also what does ghosting mean? Like that I actually promised them something or like you just stopped responding. Well, I don't give my number out a lot, so I think I'd rather do that. So let me clarify. Anyone who's DM'd, texted, <laughs> you just not respond. You have to go on a date with them. They've DM'd me and I haven't responded. Like, yes. Hey, it's not ghosting if someone randomly DMs you. You don't know them. You never well, answer them. I'm putting for the thing. Anyone who, who you've ignored. <gasps> one message from for the past three years or you have to join a dance circle every time you leave your front door there's a full moss pit of a circle and you have to go in the middle <laughs> for, the, for the rest of my life three years Iman. <laughs> okay you guys for reference if there's something in life that scares me as much as being skinned alive it's being around witnessing being a part of a dance circle or a dance off so that's why this question is really hitting me pretty hard right now. I don't know. Everyone I've ignored, like including the like the old man I was explaining to you today, he's included. Everyone's included, yeah. Okay, I guess I have to do the fucking dance circle. Cause at some this point it'll so get funny. I will like have an like, you know, it's like feel like a what's it called? Exposure therapy. Yes. Yeah. I'll get used to it. All right, let's get into the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Would you get back with your ex if he called you right now? He called you, he said, Peyton, I want to get back right now. No, like, I don't know. I have to do it. No questions asked. You can ask some questions and go visit, but like you have to tentatively say yes or no. I can ha- I can go speak to him in person and go talk to him. You have to say tentatively yes or no, and then you will go speak to him. Oh, fuck. That's hard. Because if you were going to say like no questions asked, I'm like, obviously, no. <laughs> what the fuck? Come on. The time's ticking. Um, Either drink or answer it. I think my true answer is I don't know. And what have I never had an answer? You can't yes or no or drink. Um, Also, I want to say something about that because this is actually true. I was thinking about this because someone else asked me this before. I usually know what I want, right? Like I'm like a person like I, I have my gut feeling about things and I'm like, I just know what I want and especially know what I don't want. So like, it's easy for me to be like, yes, I want this. No, I don't want this. That question, like actually I've, I don't know. Lame should have answered it. How much money is in your bank account <laughs> right now? And show. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not answering that. Okay. She's rich. She doesn't want to show anyone. Sing the chorus of River by Leon Bridges right now in your real voice, full on. I'm already drinking. <laughs> I need to just finish it then because I have a lot more. 
<laughs> That's not truth or drink, though. That's like a dare. Okay. Truth or drink. Name an influencer you cannot stand. That you've met at least one. A lot of YouTubers. Okay, name one first last name. I feel like the one I'm going to name is a cop out because everyone fucking hates them. Who? Jake Paul. No, girl. A girl? That wasn't part of the fucking question. Just name one more then. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll okay, just, drink. Right. Anyways, what's the sluttiest thing you've ever done? Miss Celibate Summer is what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> sluttiest thing I've ever done. I mean, I feel like one night stands are pretty slutty and I feel like I've had quite a few of those. Okay. Who is a girl? <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I like, really <laughs> I'm scared. Who's a girl you would eat out tonight? I just, I wish that I was down for that. I'm just not. Like, there's, there's no one in the world. No one in the okay. world. I did drink, but that was true. That was I'm being true. honest. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. We're good. What's your body count? Oh, I don't know. I don't want to know. Try to guess. Try to guess. I genuinely, when I say I don't know, I'm not even going to pretend to guess. Like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> when was the last time you cried? Day, hour, and reason. Like sad cry. Yes. Can't be happy tears. Because no. I cry happy tears like all the time. Exactly. Mostly TikTok stuff. Wait, yesterday I was listening to a Miguel song. Which one? Wait, which one is it? I saved it so I could cry again. You cry at the most random <laughs> stuff. Because I was like. Oh my, also I'm on my period. So okay, everyone note that. Yeah. Note to self, I'm on my period. It was something like really sweet and like Just say loving. Like, oh, sure thing. <laughs> it was like, oh my God. I randomly to sure thing. This, by is, this is so. It's so random. It's like I'm, they're committed. They're like the whole thing. I'm like, even when it's hard, like I'm literally in my car crying with my sunglasses on. It's so sweet. Give the last, okay, what are the Instagram handles of the last four people you slept with? Four people. Obviously, I'm not going to fucking answer that. Why am I actually going to answer that? <laughs> I was like, why? Is she <laughs> um, hold on. Which family member are you closest to? Who do you have the most strange relationship with? Which family member am I closest to? I'm close to various family members in different ways. I feel like I'm not one of those people. I've, okay, I've noticed this about myself and I've noticed this about you kind of too. You do this. I have, when I have a connection with someone, I don't need to talk to them every day of my life. Yeah. And like, even like when I moved away, we didn't really talk that much, but it wasn't no. like I came back when and you were like- When you don't live like, in LA, we don't talk. And then no. you come back, we're like, oh, hey. Because okay, I'm also, Iman and I live less than 10 minutes from yeah, each other on the same street. What's up? Okay. So probably closest, I would say- my mom, my grandma, my grandpa in a different way, and Brooks. But they're all Who's like, your brother? yeah, my brother. But they're all different. Like, it's like, we just have like a connection thing. Also, my mom, usually I would talk to her all the time. Lately, I've like been, am I not speaking to anybody? Like, she texted me the other day for the first time 
ever in life and was like, your dad and I really want to get scheduled to get on like your call list. Like, can you give us like a little update on your life? I'm like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Cause usually I talk to my grandma, like at least once a week, sometimes once every two weeks. And then Mm. my mom, like I would talk to a lot. Mm. I I went through that phase. You just call your mom randomly. You're like, Hey, and they're like, stop talking to me (laughs) anyway. So I think that's happened strained. I would say my mom also, or my dad. All right, y'all. So summer is here. And as we have discussed in the NTS summer series, we collectively are making this our best summer yet. And that's thanks to summer of Dash Pass from DoorDash. With the Dash Pass membership, you can save big now through July 19th on swimsuits, beach snacks, sunscreen, and so much more. This is going to be huge for my beach and pool days here in Southern California. When I'm trying to relax and veg out with my friends, the last thing I want to do is get up and go to the store for absolutely anything. I need to remain horizontal, as we have discussed, in the sun with refreshments and snacks in full relaxation mode. With Summer of Dash Pass, you'll enjoy $0 delivery fees and reduced service fees on all eligible orders, making it easier and more affordable than ever to stock up on all your favorite summertime essentials. But that's not all. You'll also get access to thousands of offers nationwide, ensuring that this summer is one to remember. So kick back, get horizontal if you're like me, and let Dash Pass help you experience the best of your neighborhood for less. Summer of Dash Pass is a once a year event you do not want to miss. Thanks to the chance to get special access to members only events, whether you're into sports, music, or really just great snacks, which is kind of my thing. Get ready to lower your costs and raise the bar this summer with limited edition drops and exclusive items to level up all season long. Experience the summer like no other. Get your best summer with a Dash Pass membership from DoorDash today. Sign up for Dash Pass now and you'll get your first month free. Plus, when you use our promo code, get 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $10 or more on your next Dash Pass order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NOTE TO SELF. Don't forget, it's code NOTE TO SELF for 50% off your next order. Subject to change, terms apply. I am always trying to do right by my body. So when it comes to my hair and scalp health, finding a product that actually works and is made with clean ingredients seems like a trade-off. But with Vegamore, I get products that are made with clean ingredients and give me visibly healthier hair and scalp. I don't know why I didn't realize before that your hair health truly starts with your scalp. I have been disregarding my scalp for years, and I have recently started to pay attention with my Vegamore products and taking really good care of my scalp, and I swear it has changed the health of my hair way for the better. With Vegamore, I'm able to have visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, longer hair, all without the harsh ingredients. All Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. So every single day of my life, I use the Vegamore Grow Serum, and this serum is absolutely insane. I have noticed such a big difference. Really consistency is super key with this one. I've used it for about two and a half, three months now, and I'm really starting to notice a difference in the visible thickness of my hair. I've gotten so many comments on Instagram and like in real life about how thick my hair looks. I also use their grow revitalizing shampoo and conditioner kit, as well as their hydrate line, just depending on what my hair needs. What's even better is Vegamore's value kits like the Grow Essentials Kit, 
where you get to try more than one amazing product at a really great saving. So when you sign up for a monthly subscription, you save more and you'll never run low on the products you need to take care of your hair. Like I said, the key is consistency in your routine for your most beautiful, healthy looking hair. I use Vegamore Grow Hair Serum daily and my hair and scalp are truly flourishing. It's I can't say enough. Fun fact, actually, Vegamore sells one bottle of the Grow Serum every 15 seconds on their website. So that's how good this stuff is. I will say I did see it all over social media for a while until I actually like got myself some and got my hands on some. And it was so worth it. I do not know why I didn't do it sooner. Give yourself the hair you never thought you could have with Vegamore. For a limited time, Note to Self listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash note to self and use code note to self at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash note to self code note to self to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash note to self code note to self. Okay, so Iman's going to take a shot real fast. Also, the fact that you just do it with no salt or lime makes me want to actually jump off a cliff. Yeah, I don't like that Blech. stuff. Blech. Also, yeah. though, I feel like I didn't start being a pussy about shots until recently. And I'm turning 30 at the end of the year, so. I've never so. taken shots with a chaser. Me neither. That can go on the record. <laughs> until now. Well, actually, actually, when I say... Like probably 28, I was like, this is actually disgusting. And then I started doing this thing where I almost projectile vomited when I would take shots with no chaser. And that was a weird thing for me to like, if I were your age and I was saying this, like Sophie, for example, would always be like, I don't take shots. And I would look at her like, what a pussy. And now I'm like, oh my God, I understand. But it's also kind of from childhood because when I was in high school, my mom obviously didn't condone underage drinking, but Mm -hmm. she was always like, Never drink vodka. Mm-hmm. You should always drink high-end tequila mm-hmm. and always do it in a shot because you won't get a hangover because it won't be sweet. Yeah, smart. So I also feel like I was like conditioned from a young age. Yeah, so I to do that. Not to make my mom well, sound weird. I used to do the thing. Do I used that. to do like straight. I went through a Bacardi phase in high school. I would literally oh? drink Bacardi from okay, the bottle. Okay, no more, no more, no more. <laughs> Let's just go back to the question. Wait, so, also you you asked the last question. Yeah, yeah. So, so side note, y'all, whenever we ended that last question with my family and you said, why were they strained or whatever? My camera overheated immediately and then Iman had to take a shot. So we just took a little break. Yeah. Also, why wasn't really in the question. So which family member are you close to? Who do you have the most strained relationship with? You said your mom. Mm-hmm. Why would you say that you're both close and strained relationship with your mom? I think that that just happens when you're really close to somebody, like especially because I'm the firstborn and I always bring this up, but it, in a military family, things just operate differently. My mom was 21 when she had me. It was me and her for like four years almost, just us because my dad was gone because that's what they do in the military is they leave. Right. <laughs> and I, I think that like we almost in a sense, even though she is 21 years older than me, kind of grew up together. Like I saw, I was with her through her entire 20s. You know what I mean? And I'm her firstborn. So there was a lot of pressure placed on me in general. And then like, I think when you're, you rely so heavily on someone, you almost like take more things out on them. Like, you know, with, like, with, as you're, as a child, like, you know, your mom's going to yeah. be there. As your best friend, mm-hmm. I'm taking this in. As your interviewer, I'm going to say, Today, why would you say your relationship is strained with your mom today? Today? Yeah. 
Because it's a really complicated relationship. Complicated how? Because of what everything I just said. Like there's so much like, I think your parents inadvertently can impart so much trauma on you based on things that they don't even realize they did or remember. Yeah. So it makes me be like, it makes me be- So what would, what trauma would you say? I can't do, I can't say that without getting into her own trauma. So I can't say it. I could, I would say it if it was just mine, but like, I can't talk about her life, you know? Okay. Fair. I respect that. Okay. Let's, let's ease it up a little bit before we go back into the rapid fire. Stop looking. What's your dream brand to collab with? Honestly, I have worked with, well, I'm about to work with one. Um, And I've worked with Nike for the last three or four months now, which has been great. I would say Nike and then Chanel, which is another one. Love. What's one thing? Oh, wait, Rolex. Yeah. Rolex girly. (laughs) What's one thing you've learned about yourself post-breakup? Post-breakup. I have... So much more. What is it? I don't want to say forgiveness. I'm softer than I thought. Yeah. It's nice to see too. I know. Well, I also also have like so much love in my life. Like I have so much love that I have to give. And you don't, I didn't realize that until the subject of the love that I was giving was taken away. And then I was like really pent up. And I'm like, why am I so pent up? And I'm like, is it pent up energy? No, it's just that I have so much love that I want to like give somebody, but like it's not, I don't have a subject anymore. Yeah. And then I was like, that's weird. I didn't see myself as that person. Yeah. Me you neither. know, no one did. No one did. None of us. <laughs> None of us. <laughs> What's your current go to Postmates order? Chick fil A. I've actually been ordering a lot of Chick fil A, which I fucking hate because I know there's a lot of controversy with Chick fil A. We did order Chick-fil-A tonight. We did. <laughs> I just love it. It sucks. I love it. Okay. I, I'm very conflicted about my Chick-fil-A love. I would say that one or Air One. <laughs> that also reveals the how much money is in your bank account question. <laughs> you just said it without saying it. Because there's so. also an Air One walking distance. Yeah. I did go today. So. To that. Yeah. I love Air One. Okay. Okay. Next. So. Take five shots or tell us if you have over $20,000 in your bank account. <laughs> I mean, I can't. Just say it. Yes, of course I have over $20,000 in my course? bank account. Oh, so she's saying of course. Yo, I'm th- I'll be 30 this year. I'm- Do you have over $50,000? <laughs> you have over $50,000 in your bank account? Okay, no, I don't have $50,000 cash in my bank account because that would be stupid. Or in your savings or in investments. Yes. You, are you talking about my net worth right now? Is your net worth <laughs> over 100K yes. right now? Yes. What the okay. fuck? Thank I am, you. but I, I think you're forgetting like, because so me at 25, absolutely fucking not. But a lot happens in five years. You know what I mean? This is giving us all of insight. It's all going to be taken out because she doesn't want us to know. No, oh, that's okay. You could say that as long as I'm not saying anything like, I don't know, um, my account numbers. What's one thing you've read about yourself online that just wasn't true? I can think of a couple because here's my thing. I read Peyton's Reddit thread so that she doesn't have to. Yeah. 
<laughs> and so no, I'll say this. I'll, I'll say this sometimes on the podcast, and I'm like, I have my friends read it, and I feel like people are like, "No, you're reading a bitch." And you're, no, I'm like, I literally no, I my love <laughs> every time I have nothing to do. Every time I have some downtime, I'm like it's you and Kimberly time <laughs> to check Bane's friend thread, <laughs> and I'll read it. But also, there's never new stuff. Like there's it's like. N- it's the same stuff, but weirdly, some stuff is really accurate. And yeah. weirdly, sometimes I'm like, this person actually does know her and is commenting back <laughs> on Reddit, which is weird. If you're doing it, you're weird. And it's you. it, like, it's some of the stuff is like, I know her and I know that. And it's like, well, I want to say, responding on Reddit. I want to say, one, when I say there's no new stuff, I mean, I don't really do that much stuff that's like super controversial. I feel like the things that I've seen on Reddit are like, oh, she's boring. Or like, oh, like through my breakup, that's obviously when I was like, I'm never getting on this again. Like, I don't want to know. Fans are diehard. It's weird because I, not that I want to see bad stuff, but like I'll see one comment and 30 comments back like, no, I know Peyton. And she's like, no, I followed her for a while. And she's not. And I'm like, yeah, not that I want you to get hate, but I'm kind of just like, you're not going to get one piece of hate without (laughs) all the defending. Well, one thing I saw that my mom actually also saw and like called me about was Someone said that they know me and my ex and that we broke up because I wanted basically to date someone really wealthy or rich or something. And I think that with my life, like the things that I enjoy, the things that I value, like they are expensive so it can come off like that. But it's usually like, for example, if I'm going to buy myself a bag, I will either sell all my bags to get the one bag I want or I just like won't buy a Prada bag or whatever bag in the beginning because I want to buy the Chanel that I want, you know, and I'll save up. So I like nice things, but I like very simple. Like my life is simple. Like I have a yeah. few items, but they're nice. Yeah. So sometimes it comes across as like me being really materialistic when I'm really not. Like I don't own that much stuff. I don't spend that much stuff on external yeah, things. I'm like, you're literally so much richer than me. Why are you? What is Guys, like sometimes I don't even get it. Well, I just like, for example, I wanted this watch really bad. Yeah. And I waited for years and years and years and built the watch online, like on the Rolex website for like 10 years. And I, but I wanted to make sure that I bought it when the time was right. And when it didn't feel like a huge hit to my bank account. Like I wasn't like putting all my <laughs> eggs in one basket just to wear a Rolex. I was like, I want to be able in my life to comfortably afford a Rolex. The one that I want to not like, this is kind of a starter Rolex, but it's the custom one that I wanted and I built and I was like, this is the one I want. I'm very intentional with my purchases. So I think that sometimes it comes across as like, I want this certain lifestyle, but I come from a military background. I lived on an Air Force base. You know, we lived through so many different socioeconomic levels too when I was growing up and someone commented something, I think Kimberly relayed this to me and it was like, we know her and we know, you know, her ex and like, it's because she wanted a life that like he can't afford or something. I think I've also heard that your like whole personality is kind of based off your age until you're like six or seven. It's like very young age. Yeah, so it's yeah. like whatever age you are. It's your formative years. It's like your formative years. And I was and that's in what you view lack. your like life. Yeah. Of. I was in when I say lack mentality. I mean, my, yeah. my parents were 21 and 25 and we lived on an Air Force base because we couldn't live like it's free to live on an Air Force base. Yeah. So like we just, you just grow a certain way. So I could do anything. Like I'm very resourceful. I don't, I love having money and money is wonderful and money is great because we came into it later in my life. I'm very candid about that. But, and of course, obviously I want to provide my kids with a certain lifestyle and whatever. But like, 
I have friends in my life who only want to be with really wealthy men, like wealth level, and they want to like fly in private planes and they want to do all these things. That's never been something that I really care about. And I also always do want to work. Yeah. Even like through children, I do want to work from home and everything. But imagine me not working. Like I would literally go fucking crazy because my yeah. entire life is like working and being busy. So I saw something on Reddit. I was relayed something on Reddit that was like, yeah, she just couldn't, he couldn't afford her lifestyle or he, he went through something with work. So he wasn't able to, he felt he couldn't afford this lifestyle anymore. And I, my mom saw it on Reddit and she also texted me and was like, who the fuck do they think you are? Like yeah. you are, I'm a very independent person. I do want someone to match my level of like match your work ethic yeah. because I do want to be partnered with someone who can provide my children with a great education. I want my kids to be able to travel when they're of, of age. Yeah. So I want them to see the world and I want them to like not be afraid of other cultures because I think that just like, just not be ignorant. You know what I mean? But they don't need to be like, we don't need to be like buying them. Like my kids are not gonna wear Gucci. Yeah. Like they're children. <laughs> We're fucking Gucci. Are you kidding me? I, I can't wait to have nepotism <laughs> babies. I'll put that on the record. I really but like want I'm realistic. Them. So that's the thing I've seen online that I'm like the most like annoyed by. Cause and but here's the thing. Kimberly also sent me screenshots and it was like people being like, that doesn't really sound like her. Yeah, your followers come <laughs> to map for you for everything because so, they're so like, nice cool. if, if that was one of you guys thank you so much for being just nice yeah just but on no, the that's... reddit threads just defending Peyton I personally <laughs> wouldn't do it with my free time but I'm really thankful that there's someone out there that does that well thank fuck because my friends are obviously not doing it oh no, my god of course not but my mom was really she was really irked about that one but imagine my mother like if someone says something about me in middle school she would be mad about it for like 20 years because she's like that's just not you and like that, those girls are talking shit so now imagine there are people yeah, every, like having everywhere. an audience and stuff. My mom's level of stress is yeah. so high. She's like, that's not true. I'm like, mom, you have to like, let them I'm, say I'm shit. I'm on like, the I internet. Can't, yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. Oh God. What was the last thing that hurt your feelings? The last thing that hurt my feelings. Fuck. I guess that's good that I can't really remember like an exact thing immediately. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Something you would tell someone currently heartbroken. I feel like people usually say time heals all wounds, but it literally doesn't. So that's the worst fucking advice of all time. I also think it heals all wounds if we were just talking about this. Yeah. If it was your ego that shot, it heals all wounds. If it's not your ego and it's something a little deeper, doesn't heal all wounds. Um, something that's, if you're currently heartbroken, I would just say and this is so typical of me and I say this all the time, but turn inward and put all again, like I was saying the love I have to give that you like almost like feel like you just want to give someone love and you're almost, there's like a depletion of like that romantic love, like a love I can't give you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I would just turn all of my energy and I have been turning it in on myself. Even if that's just like, I don't know, reading a fucking book or like do just, being obsessed with myself, basically. I would be obsessed with yourself. You need, you would deserve it for a second because if you were in a relationship for a while, you live together, things like that, you do constantly think of someone else. So just like have some time and give yourself some space and time to just be in love with yourself, kind of. Yeah, and I think if you're someone like me who like needs to feel needed just to like be alive mm -hmm. on this planet, I recently live with one of my best friends and I just kind of like treat our 
relationship as like someone who needs me and we have like a lot of autonomy that way. So I wake up every morning and I make us smoothies and then I wake her up with her smoothie. <laughs> so you're, giving, I like, you're, you're diverting the love. You're moving the I'm love moving that you would give it to someone else. Because if I'm doing not like I'm not someone who can make dinner for myself. Mm-hmm. I need to make dinner for me and someone else. Otherwise, I don't see the point. So it's like if you're anything like me, maybe just find like maybe a friend to like pour into or like. Yeah. I Or maybe pour into a bunch of different things. That's yeah, one thing. Like exactly. I started doing the volunteer work and stuff. Well, here's oh, the thing. Yeah. I poured so much into myself and then into my friends. And I was like, I'm still overflowing. Like what yeah. do I do at this time? So I started volunteering at baby to baby because I was like, I just need to like put this energy somewhere and I can't only and again being almost 30 years old I'm like people will say you know pour into yourself pour into yourself and like this is your time you're single I'm like Sometimes bitch, it I was work. single well also I was single for 26 years essentially before I met my ex so like bitch I've been single my entire life basically and I am so bored with myself so pour into yourself until you get bored of you and then <laughs> look look externally yeah, to people who love you or yeah. who need you, yeah. you know, like, yeah. for example, your friends, your family, or like any kind of volunteer work, your pets. Those are things like, those are things that you can put your energy into and feel good about. I would also say like putting your energy into selling and like also expecting like nothing back. Well, that's the thing with the whole, like someone who needs you. I don't want to say someone who needs you like a toxic yeah. person. It's more like someone who genuinely needs you and can't expect it it's like oh my roommate doesn't expect me to bring her a smoothie every single morning to bed and be like it's pure just it's pure kindness that you're giving and you're just trying to help yes name one person you find really really hot (laughs) i wish i could say the one person i know i know who you're talking about (laughs) that would be that would be spicy i know i find really really hot then you have to take a drink and also answer i'm just gonna take a drink not answer it fair what makes someone good in bed i i think like fuck i don't know because sometimes it's physically the way that they are like i like a huge person obviously you we all know what she means it's a huge person. <laughs> no, not huge so let's all just like interpret that person. as we know what we, we I mean, like, know what she's saying physically body is huge huge, huge person <laughs> is what she's saying so other than that, huge, like I just like a big guy. Well, it's getting a little vain. So huge <laughs> blank, big blank. I don't even know if you can say that on here. <laughs> you let's, can't say let's it on maybe here. maybe move on to like something. The fi- okay. Well, if it's sexual, I'm allowed to be sexually turned on by someone's physical appearance. It's not vain. Fair. Um, but it's just like you're saying huge dick. No, big huge dick. dick. Well, <laughs> huge. It's not about having a huge dick. It's about being over six feet. So what would you say to the men who are five over nine? Six, you know what my hinge settings are. What would you say? So you, you pay for those? Yeah, fuck so yeah. How much money is in bank account? <laughs> so if I'm not, I'm so, not matching with someone. I'm sorry. I, here's the thing. So I'm what would you say husband. to the five to the six foot under community? Of men who are, you know, strong, reliable, independent, available. And what I would say you're a great guy, but I don't want to have sex with you. Okay. That's fine. Like, I don't have to want to have sex with everyone. You don't. And my hinge settings are 6'3 and above. 
six three. I'm five eleven, and mine are not even three. Just because I'm not looking for a husband. Like if I really wanted to find a husband, I would obviously open up the fucking yeah. floodgates. But I'm like, no, this will be either perfection or I don't want to talk to you. What makes someone good in bed is the current question. I genuinely think, and this is such a boring answer, but the no, story, don't do the boring. The, it's, no, it's the chemistry between both of you. It's not like even anything because, tangible. Okay, yeah, like it's feel, chemistry. Yeah. Like if everything else has been met, like I feel safe and you're physically demanding to me. Like your body is much larger than mine and I'm all physically attracted to you. Plus a level of like chemistry that you don't really have with a lot of people. So that's a hard thing to find. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I feel that. Also, if y'all see me on YouTube right now, when I'm doing this, I'm adjusting audio levels because me and Iman keep getting closer, getting farther away, and then screaming into the mic. Okay, wait. How far should I be then? It just depends on how, like, the best thing to do with podcasts is to talk really evenly, which which is why it works for me because I'm monotone. But if we get excited about something and we're getting a little tipsy, we'll both start yelling. And then, like, I see the levels go up to, like, in the red. (laughs) Well, okay, tell me. What's the most important thing to you in a friendship? loyalty and reliability are kind of the same. Well, I guess that they're different things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's loyalty or reliability. I think reliability kind of could technically encompass loyalty. Like you rely on them to like stand up for you or you rely on them to not leave you stranded somewhere. Like reliability, I guess. You know, I'm a big reliability girl. Iman is eating her chicken sandwich away from the mic. That's another thing if you're watching on YouTube, we keep like leaning. I'm like trying to drink my drink and I'm leaning. Are you dipping in Chick-fil-A sauce Uh, and ketchup? Of course. Is it both of them together? Yeah. What are you still figuring out? I don't know. Fucking everything. It's very freeing to know. No one knows what's going on. I'm still figuring out money stuff for sure. Because even like I would say in the last couple of years, I started making more money than I ever made previously to the point where I was like, after you, when you're in survival mode for so long and you're living paycheck to paycheck, especially when you work for yourself and like you, I did like 10 other jobs to make this job work. And then all of a sudden it like flips a switch and like you have an opportunity to spend way more than you make, or you like live a highfalutin lifestyle, as we say in Texas. Falutin. Highfalutin. Do you know what that means? Spell falutin. I have no idea. <laughs> like flute. Like flute. Plus N. Yeah, well, falutin. There's a lot of different sayings we have. Highfalutin, like um, you're like you're a yuppie. Like, that's another saying. It's it's you're uh, the only other thing that came to my mind was too big for your britches. <laughs> no one ever knows I'm from Texas until I start being like, it's kind of like highfalutin high and, and like big- <laughs> too big for your britch. Like, I'm like, okay. okay, that's a lot. It just means like kind of not living beyond your means, but spending you all mean, of your money. But it's like, no, I haven't heard. And that I did do that. I made my first like my first good year, (laughs) my first good year where I was no longer in survival mode was when I was 25 and I went to Europe for a full month and didn't work for a full month and like literally lived out of a, you know, suitcase and spent all my money. And then I came back and then I continued that effort. But anyway, it's it's weird to switch from having extra money. Yeah. And not outspending yourself to then you're like confused and I get stressed about where that's supposed to be going. And then I feel I feel the same level of survival mode, but like I don't need to. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird thing. But I'm starting to figure out money like habits. Yeah. Well, habits and also like where to put it. And I don't know a lot about wealth accumulation because like I just never 
at the beginning of this, I wasn't making enough money to ever think about that. And I didn't have a job when I was younger. So like, I just don't, it's been hard to figure that out. Taxes are fucking annoying. Especially in California, it's very expensive. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, figuring all of that money stuff out has been something that's important, but it's also something I don't understand. And I have someone who manages money for me. Yeah. And even though he makes me money and he's like trying to help me, I actually ghost him all the time. And he's always texting me like, Peyton, <laughs> I'm not the IRS. <laughs> yeah. Answer this. Like, I'm trying to help you. you. don't actually want to like deal with. No, I don't want to deal with it. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's good. It's a positive thing about money yeah. and it still stresses me out. So I think yeah. money is really stressing me out lately. Got to figure that out. But I need to figure out my self. My, I think going into my 30s, I'm just figure you turn over a new leaf in life. Leaf. Yeah. I don't mean for that to like turn sound so yeah, turn a new leaf in life. I well, just want to like trip. that you're saying this because I'm not turning 30 and it feels like you're act like you're more wise than me. So there's something you can <laughs> no, say for like, I'm confused. Is there I, like something you could say to people that aren't turning 30 and no, think I'm that you're saying that you're more wise? No, it's it's I, I was just gonna say I went on a trip recently to Cabo. It's that one I went on very recently. And there were some women on the trip that were like 35 plus. And I was talking to them about, and one of my friends on the trip was 24. And I was saying like how 25, 26 was such a big year for me. And I was like, what was a big year for y'all? And they were like, yeah, 25, 26. And then they were both saying 31 was a really big year for them. And I'm like, why? Like, I want to know why, because what I mean by turning 30 is I know something's coming because everyone talks about like when you're in your thirties, it's different, but I don't know it yet because I'm not in my thirties. And I always want to know things before I know them. That's me my too. problem in life. Me too. Me too. So like, it's not that I know I'm so wise and I know these things. I'm just like, I'm so not wise, but I'm so aware of not being wise and I'm confused. That's also another thing when you're in your earlier 20s, I feel like like early 20s, like when I was 21, I had I didn't really know how not wise I was. Like I kind of thought I knew stuff and I understood stuff. And the older I get and the more I understand, I realize like it's so standard, but like the less I understand and then I'm even more confused. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, things are so supposed like... to make sense by now. Yeah. And they don't. Yeah. So I guess I'm just trying to figure out life. I'm looking at a book called Existentialism on my oh. bookshelf right now. Existentialism is basically how we don't understand anything. Even when I'm 90, I won't be that wise, you know? So anyway, just trying to figure that shit out. Does that answer the question? Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. Absolutely. <laughs> What's next? What has been your most important mistake? My most important mistake. I think it's always been relationship wise. I think one of my most important mistakes, I can't say the most important one, but I think one of my most important mistakes was dating someone who was my friend first. Not my, not my most recent ex. Same. Yeah. I think you're on to something. Yeah. Why? I dated someone who was my friend for a while and I realized that we were friends for a reason and we should have stayed friends because it yeah. just wasn't romantic. But then you think like, oh no, with, with a relationship with a man, like a, a male friend and you're like, we're such good friends. We like, yeah, you think, oh, the next possible thing is that like we hook up. This will be and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. We're going to be best friends forever. Yes. And this will obviously translate into romance because he's a guy, I'm a girl, and we're obsessed Yeah, and you can't have platonic, like, male and female friendships. Yeah. But growing up, like, 
I have a couple platonic male friends. I would say Mikey is one of them, for mm -hmm. example, that have like defied those that logic for me where I've been like, oh, wait, you actually can just have like actual platonic male friends. Yeah. Um, where we've been in situations before where like I've had some guy friends I've been in situations before with that like they could have tried something yeah. or they could have done something. And like it just we both understood that wasn't the vibe. You understand what I'm saying? Like yeah, there's some guys that and I don't know if it's that they're just so respectful and like they just fucking get it or if there's actually no sexual chemistry because I think sometimes with women it's easy for us to read it as no sexual chemistry and the guy thinks there is. I don't know what it is, but anyway. Yeah, no, my best guy friend, I've slept in the same bed with him like a hundred times because when we were, oh. when I was 19, yeah. mm -hmm. he he was like a little bit older than me and he has his own apartment. So it's like mm -hmm. after we're going out, we're getting drunk. I'm not going home to my freaking parents. Like, yes. Like I would <laughs> sleep over and we'd be sleeping in the same bed and then I would like got a boyfriend and he, and he was like, do you guys like, and I was like, no, we still have to say better when we're drunk. And he's like, what? Oh, and I'm like, because it just, you guys do what? And I'm like, no, it's not like that. It's like, I just don't want to go home. And it's like, do you feel like though, if you ever tried anything with him, he would be, he would be down. That's the problem is like, I know if I like with some yeah. of my guy friends, like I know if I really tried, like they'd be probably down to bang. It's weird. Cause I, I don't know if, I don't know. It might if, be controlled by. Uh, it's I'm probably sure. controlled by if I came on to every single one of my guy friends. I don't know that I couldn't hook up. With <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know that I couldn't hook up. With yeah, we don't know. But here's the thing. You don't want to try. So you we don't, don't want to figure that out. You don't want to know. But you've set the boundary so strong. And they've respected no. it. And they've respected the it. Very, either they don't want to fuck or they've really just respected it. And we'll never know what the what the difference between the two because I'm never trying. We're never ah, testing it. We're never testing real. it. I thought about that. Okay, next question. Let's do like two more. I Are you like, on good terms with your ex? Define good terms. Or I'll ask the same question again. Are you on good terms with your ex? Yeah. Yes. We're not like friends. Like I wouldn't like text him and be like, what's up? I have so many questions left. Okay, here yeah. are so okay, I went to dinner okay, with we're trying TK. To rapid fire. I went to dinner with TK last night, and <sighs> she had some questions for you. Okay, what's the? What's oh my God, I just looked at this at this at twenty two twenty two. Amazing. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. What's the most amount you've made on a brand deal, and how much was it? <laughs> I'm just gonna drink. <laughs> I just don't want to say it. it's kind of embarrassing. And who's, it seems who's the most famous person you've ever slept with? <laughs> I'm gonna drink again. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, my next question is This what's... is what happens when you're like your friends come up with these questions because I'm obviously gonna ask much. stuff that I that everyone wants to know. Mm -hmm. So next. What's your favorite thing about me? And also what's it like to live in my shadow? About you or TK? Me. Oh. This is my question. What's my favorite thing about you? Probably your boobs. Thank you. <laughs> and to live in the shadow of Iman's boobs, like literally just maybe even her left boob. It's like mm. the biggest shadow you've ever seen. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard, but you know, one thing that I love about living in Iman's left boob shadow mm -hmm. is even just her left boob could get us into a lot of places for free. Yeah. So the hardest thing, I guess, is that I have to be like, oh, look at us. We need help. Get us into this club for free. And then my ego takes a little bit of a hit for that. But I never take an ego hit from having hot friends. Yeah. 
It's just I get that it. sometimes I when a it. man like pays for my stuff, I do have that hyper independent mindset sometimes where I'm like, oh, I could do it myself. And I have to train myself to be like, but why would you waste your money? Yeah. When you could just play the part for a second. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just totally. get my ego out of the way. That makes sense. You know? Describe your perfect day. Describe my perfect day. I wake up in New York City oh. and I go get coffee. Where? I, well, I just like, I love Ralph's, obviously. Like the grocery store? No, in New York. There's a restaurant or there's a coffee shop called Ralph's. It's okay. like the Ralph. It's I was hoping, Ralph I was hoping there was a different, yeah. There was no. a different explanation. I like Ralph's just because for the, like the aesthetic of it all. Honestly, I would just probably walk around New York all day and shop and go eat food, probably lunch by myself, and then do more shopping. And then I lay mm. and then I get ready for a really good meal, preferably with someone or like a group of people that I love. Mm-hmm. Fun like dinner party vibes or like a hot date. And then I would go to the Bowery Hotel for drinks for a little while. And then maybe go out and then go home. Amazing. Simple. (laughs) What was your worst designer purchase? Fuck. There's actually been a lot. Well, I lost a Chanel bag recently. Did I tell you that? The one, the tan one from the real world? No. I would fucking. Okay. I would die. I (laughs) I would die. (laughs) Y'all, I had this purchase on my birthday this year. It was like a stress purchase. I went to what goes wrong, comes around about myself. The sickest Chanel. It's a very unique Chanel bag. I like to invest in Chanel because they go up in price. It was highly overpriced. If I would have lost that one, no, it would have been bad. Like I would have hyperventilated for like literally six years. I wasn't freak out on here, but I was like, oh, was it the one? No, 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 no. That was so much money. But the I bought one on Rebag that I really liked. It was like a camera case and was like patent black. And the Mm -hmm. last time I saw it was when I was in Paris in January. And I think that I either left it in Paris or I left it in our old apartment the Airbnb that my ex and I lived in. And I didn't want to contact him so badly to get the person's information that I just, I left a credit card in there and I left, I think maybe that bag in there. And I just was like, I don't need it that bad. (laughs) Sounds terrible. Next question. What's your favorite part of your body? My favorite part of my body? Probably my legs. Because they just are little sticks and I used to hate them. I actually, I used to have this like, (laughs) I have this very vivid memory of when I was younger. I was very self-conscious about them. I think everything that you're self-conscious about when you're younger, you kind of like when you're older, maybe. That just happened to me. But I, when I say I was skinny, I mean, I was skinny in a way that like moms made up that I had. Like I had a mom when I was 10 makeup that I had an eating disorder because I was so, so thin, but like you're a child, you're young, you're, you were incredible. I'm running around like, you know, like doing gymnastics. I'm burning 8,000 calories a day. Anyway, I have always had very, very, very stick like legs. They just brought on my family. And I have this one memory of me sitting outside of my, I got kicked out of the hotel room we were staying in because I was crying so much. My mom was like, get the fuck out of this room. You're making everyone mad. I was wearing black tights. It was, we were getting ready for a wedding. And I was so young and I just wanted to be like a woman. But I was like, just still a little kid. Yeah. I just always want to be ahead. Anyway, we're wearing these black tights and I just remember being like, they look like burnt toothpicks. Like, 
when I say sobbing, like, you know, you you're like violently you sob, like, like you're <laughs> coughing and your snot's coming out. My mom's like, she's looking at me like, like the you are insane. She, yeah. And again, every time I've ever done this about something, it's, it was about various things on myself. And my mom was like, when you're older, you're, you're going to appreciate this. And I'm like, but I don't right now. Like, cause <laughs> girls had already started their period. They had like boobs. They had, Wait, and I was like, what age did you start? I was, it was the day before my freshman year of high school. Wait, well, what? Four, almost 15. Okay, yeah, same. Yeah, I was late to the game. So I was just like Me too. gawky and like my knees were huge. And like, so I wasn't like skinny, like not like hot skinny, like, you know, do do do. Like I wasn't looking like a Victoria's Secret model. My yeah. knees were humongous and they were like knocking into each other. And my feet were the same size as my calves. It was such a weird situation. So I just was really upset about it. Yeah really upset and now I like now I remember that and I'm like oh cute like that was fun yeah not fun but like I'm Built happy character. now I'm happy now yeah it's not something to complain about that's one of those things someone would complain about to me and I'd be like fuck off like literally no. fuck off so yeah. don't tell me to fuck off I'm sorry that was a actual experience I had in my life and it was traumatizing at the time but now I'm like obviously it wasn't that big of a deal because we're happy now. So drama. We're happy now. Back then. I mean, the burnt toothpicks. I remember looking down. I just had this like, I was in like a Holiday Inn, like hallway. And I just remember being kicked out of my hotel room because my mom was like, we're all getting ready. Shut up. Stop crying, sobbing. So I'm sitting outside with this poofy dress on and my two skinny twink legs like out of my dress. And I was just looking at them like, no. <laughs> also, you know, when you're trying not to cry and then you make the ugliest face ever. I was, when I say, again, violently, there was snot <gasps> coming into my mouth. Like, yeah. I was, that's how mad I was. And, like, I can't do anything about, why am I crying about this? But, so, that level of intense hatred yeah. has turned into, like, oh, okay, it's my favorite thing about myself. Yeah. All right, sure. What's um, a part on your body that you're insecure about? Always my stomach. Because... I feel like, again, it was always this thing of like, I always just saw women as being looked at it. Like we all saw this growing up. Like women were supposed to be this one way. And especially through like high school and all this stuff where like in college when the Kardashians got big and all of that, like yeah. they were supposed to be shapely and womanly. And for me, I do have boobs. So there is a curve of some sort, but I have a very straight body. And I always wanted like more of a waist in my life to like yeah. be cinched rather than be like, boxy so for me aesthetically that used to get in my way so much now I would say like yeah it's something I don't necessarily quote-unquote like about myself but I've kind of at this point gotten over it like you just fucking deal with your body the way that it is you know yeah you should be healthy if you can and you know you also work out a lot I work out I work out twice a week that's a lot (laughs) that's a lot it's a lot for you mom (laughs) yeah I work out as much as I can twice a week when was the last time you spoke to your ex with our mouse or like with text with like digital any 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 communication any form of communication i have had a brief <laughs> very brief situation digitally yesterday okay all right no follow-up questions please respect mm-hmm. what do you feel like is your superpower permission oh my god i keep slurring every <laughs> oh no I just smell my drink. Oh, too hot to go. Why do you go? Iman is slurring. I'm like, we didn't. We haven't even like drank that much. Wait, it's kind of weird. This is something that I've. I, you took a lot of shots. Well, I did like. Well, here's the thing: is that 
I went to happy hour with my coworkers <laughs> before true. this, and I'm four shots in, and it's I don't Jesus. feel drunk, but my motor skills are delayed. Here's what I was about to say: Isn't it weird when you're not so when Iman and I go out for the last what seven years, eight years almost, we go out with the intentions of getting drunk. So when you're doing that, you're not noticing how much each shot is taking out right. of you. Because you're and just now, like, Whoa. I've been going into social situations where I have like two drinks and I'm like, my, I feel like, my mouth like a, moving yeah, slowly. No, and I'm like, wait, what is this? Yeah. This tipsy moment? We don't usually do tipsy. It's, no, it's, it's just sober, sober or nothing. Like, or, yeah. There's nothing yeah, in between. Sober and then you wake up the next and day. And you know what like, I, fuck. you know what I think I hate? What? Being tipsy. Mm. I hate when I can feel my brain moving faster than my mouth. I don't like it when I'm in the house doing nothing. Yeah. Like right now when we're in, we're in, in, we're we're in prison and there's so many lights. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally. I like it when I'm out or like if I'm on a date or something. But when you're like, when I'm doing this and I'm like, Peyton, what is Well, also here's the thing. I have, I've had the situation this last trip I went on where I was saying something and trying to explain it. And I obviously was tipsy. And like, I can see that every, in my head, my brain is still moving normal fast, but the motor skills are not there. So I'm like, they can see, and like, I can see everyone's reaction to my mouth not making yes. the sentence. And I'm like, I would rather be blackout. What the fuck is this? Literally, I'm, I'm normal. I'm doing this. And I'm like, Peyton, what is the... Also, blackout, my motor skills are great. What is the lull in the motor skills? Okay, I think it's because you expect to be normal, but then you're like a little, and then it makes it worse. Okay, well. Go next. Next, next. What is your superpower? Permission to brag. My superpower. I think I read people pretty well. Like, you know, that friend that's always like, I don't like that person. And yeah. everyone's like, why are you being such a bitch? Yeah. And you're like, mm, there's something about her. It's just a little off. I don't like, I feel unsafe. My body knows. And then yeah. like literally two months later, everyone's like, she's fucking crazy. Yeah. You're like that too, though. You yeah, put I, up with crazy more than I do. You kind I, of are interested by crazy. <laughs> I would say we both either make very fast friends mm-hmm. or are not friends with people at all. Like I, if we're going to be best friends, we're going to be best friends in the first 10 minutes or we probably won't connect. Yeah, that's how Iman and I met like yeah. at a, we were going out with friends and we met like at a club and then we both were like, we'll be friends forever. And that was when you were 18. Yeah. And I was 21 years old. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I don't have a lot of friends that I like have developed over time. It's either we usually click or. Um, well, friend chemistry is a thing. Like yeah. that's a huge thing. And I don't have a lot of new friends, not because I'm just like going out, like not wanting to make new friends. But I would say almost all my friends I've known for like 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. Or they've been introduced to you by people like yeah. you and Kelsey. Exactly. That's like your sister. Yeah. And that was within the last five years. Yeah, that's real. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Me and Kelsey are like Kelsey was Peyton's friend first. And then me and Kelsey met through Peyton and then we lived together. And like, she's probably the closest person to me on the planet. We don't talk all day. It's like a sister. It's like, yeah, our chemistry is off the charts. Also, I will say my superpower. One thing, speaking of that is I am not because I've had someone ask me about this before. I have like almost like anti-jealousy. Really? Where like if I, like for example, some people, if they're like, Kelsey's my best friend, like in that time period, especially during COVID. Yeah. And then like Iman went through like a 
a breakup and had to go somewhere and was like, I need somewhere to go. She calls me. I'm like, go to Kelsey's house because Kelsey and I were drunk one day. And then Iman, we walk into Kelsey's house. Iman and Kelsey had never met at this point. We get home to Kelsey's. Iman is in Kelsey's spare room on the ground and is like, I don't know where to go. Like, I just broke up with my, you know, the guy I live with. And Kelsey's like, you live here now. And that's how they met. Like the day they met, Iman moved into her house. Anyway, they became so, so, so close. And there's nothing in me, because I've had someone, again, like I said, bring this up and be like, does it bother you when your friends like get close like that? And I'm like, genuinely no. Yeah. Like I do not get jealous at all. Like it makes me like happy. Like I'm like, y'all are sisters. Like it was meant to be. (laughs) Sisters. (laughs) Like there's, I think my superpower is not, I'm not competitive, which competition sounds fun, but I'm just not competitive, which means inherently I'm not jealous. Yeah. So I think that's a superpower. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. What's your current drink order? Like alcoholic and then like coffee. Coffee. I've been, well, I make my coffee at home usually. I just do like literal coffee with cream, like half and half. And then honey, if they have it. Drink order. It depends on if it's a vodka night or a tequila night. But both basically it's just like vodka or tequila, soda water, lemon. How much of your apartment decorations were a brand deal? What percentage? I don't know the percentage. I can say the couch was a brand deal. Okay. The rug. Mm-hmm. And some of my stuff in my bath or my bedroom, like my side tables, my lamps, and my and a mirror that's gonna go right up there above my little entryway table. But mostly everything I paid for. Nice. Okay, who would you say is your best friend and what's one thing about them that you love? I think Laurel's an easy person to point to because she's been one of my longest term friends besides my friends from like middle school, high school, like all that Mm -hmm. stuff who I've kept up with the longest. And also I think there's something to be said about college friends. Like you just go through like that 18 year old phase together. You're all, college is so weird because you obviously are like all congregated in one area and you're all the same age and you're all experiencing the same thing at the same exact time. And Laurel and I met move-in day a freshman year. And honestly, at first I wasn't like super about her. I was like, who's this girl? (laughs) And anyway, what was the second question? Why is she? Yeah. Like what's just like one thing about her that you love? I would say she's just a really, really good person, like a really good person. And she, I've since become really good friends with her friends from like her growing yeah. up and home and like Kimberly is one of them. She's been on the podcast four fucking times. It's Laurel, one of Laurel's best friends from high school, but like it's because they all carry the same level of being incredibly smart, being really fun and just like girls, girls at the end of the day, but also inspiring and non-judgmental. Like I could literally say anything to these people. Also, again, like I said, there is something to be going through being 18 and having freedom for the first time and all the stupid shit you do with that freedom, your freshman year of college, especially we all did the same building. We literally like Laurel and I lived on the same floor. I was in her bed like all day. Like she had four roommates or three roommates. I had three roommates. So we'd always just be in each other's rooms because you could just walk across the floor and be there eating freaking pizza rolls and just like 
venting or doing whatever. So that time period, I think you just get really close with people. And she's someone who stood out for me always is because we just always got along, had the friend chemistry. And again, did the dumbest shit together. We're like, you can't even repeat this in public, but we did it. <laughs> yeah. We we both know about it and no one like judged each other for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I would say that for sure. Tell your audience one like of your craziest nights out that you normally wouldn't. I did do an episode about how I got arrested for a PI once. But ended, yeah. Oh, public. Yeah. Do you one like in LA, like in the past year that you just never thought you'd share? In the past year. Well, this one isn't in the past year, but I feel like it's just like a good quintessential going out one. So some of our, I've kind of talked about this. I think I, I referenced this one time, but it was my, one of my favorite nights where we went out with a group of guys. One of them is like a musician of sorts. And one of our friends was hooking up with that guy. Oh, yeah, I know you're one saying. of our friends was hooking up with his best friend and we'd go out with him a lot. So we went out to their house just like in the valley after going out somewhere, I guess, like next to a club. And it was, they have a music studio in their home. So we were in the music studio with this guy and one of the members of One Direction. <laughs> like sometimes like when all the musicians just like get together they just like especially there's a home studio they just like make music together and they just like make a random song okay. this has happened multiple times where i've been in a music studio with people who aren't who don't do music for their real time like real job they're like auxiliary or their friend is in it so then they're in it anyway so they have a music studio in this house in the valley after we party most of the night i ended up falling asleep and the guy that one of our friends was hooking up with before he went to go hook up with our friends meaning mom's friend in like his room. He was like, okay, well, Peyton's going to fall asleep here. So let's just, I'll leave her in here. I'll lock the door. Like, so she can lock it from her own side. So no one can get in just like keep her safe. He put on country music for me. He was like, I know you're from Texas. So I figured you'd like want to wake up to country music or something. I wake up in a music studio in someone's house in the Valley. And that's the day that I went and grabbed two, or three crispy bud lights from the fridge and like when I walked them over to, yeah. Uh, I went out and walked them over to one of our friends and the guy and hung out with her, him. And then we went up to the other guy's room and brought our other friend a beer. <laughs> it was like this weird family situation, but also I woke up in a music studio. It's hard to follow. But anyway, that's a night. I feel like that's a very quintessential Los Angeles night of just being stupid and passing out in a music studio. Yeah, <laughs> I know the exact music studio you're talking about, and I've sat on that exact couch <laughs> that you slept on. Very cozy and wood. It's very far away. Yeah. So anyway, that one. Also, there was one night that I was in Calabasas with another one of our friends, and we got driven home. We were in Calabasas with an unnamed rap star's Father. <laughs> no, you're and one of our friends was dancing on his piano when he was playing the piano. And then someone drove us home in a in a chrome Bentley. Chrome? Like monochrome, like the nails? No, like chrome. Like it was like multicolored, like reflected chrome at four in the morning and drove us back to actually my house. <laughs> my current home. home. Wow. 
Anyway, we actually have a photo of that too. <laughs> she took a picture of him outside of the house. It's this guy in a chrome, the most random shit. Anyway. I wonder if there's like a way you can show this photo to everyone with like blocking <laughs> Block his name out. out. It's like. I bet I could. I, I'll text Like see our if you friend. can like share, like after this episode comes out, maybe if you could share like it's some type yeah, of Yeah, I'll put it on my story. And if, if I can find it, it will be on my story. And it's like just, if you know you it'll know. say like for reference. Yeah. And that's the person. I won't show the person, but that's what I got dropped off in at four in the morning at Iman's house. <laughs> this was also like literally almost six years ago, I think. Anyway. My apartment has been through so like whoever moves in next doesn't know what they're Yo, I became like a woman on your I on your couch. Too. It's the same couch. Me too. Like when Kelsey lived there, our friend Kelsey, who lived with Iman forever, I like went through, we went through COVID on that couch. Cause it's when I tell you I used to live during COVID, I used to live one mile, literally exactly one mile door to door from my old apartment to y'all. And now I'm like only like, I would say three minutes yeah. down the street, like a little further away. But anyway, I, me, me and Kelsey would walk. To, like I would either walk to your place or yeah, she would walk to mine. A lot of walks. I was like, uh, how are you guys walking one mile every day? That's like so hard. It's it was a lot, and we would walk past it. We also had a moment where we would throw a football at the park. Yeah, that was like <laughs> you're you so bored. Really bored. You guys got really bored. Anyway, where was I going with this? I remember one night oh, you introduced couch. me to Kelsey, and mm-hmm. I went over. We hit it off, and mm-hmm. we were all taking shots. Mm-hmm. And the next morning, all I know is that I accidentally left the door open when I left. Uh-huh. And I went back to my boyfriend's house <laughs> at the time. And I woke up in bed with him. And I was like, how did I get here? <laughs> Literally, I Ubered home, but I, I didn't know when I left. That Kelsey's apartment is a black hole. There when I got, I was like, how did I, what did, and he was like, you weren't, I, I didn't want to ask, you know, when you were so humiliated from being so blacked out that yeah. you don't want to ask any questions because you're afraid of the answer. Yeah, I don't want to know. It's I didn't ask him any questions. I was just like, I literally woke up and immediately <laughs> like the home alone hands on my face. <laughs> the guy was like, oh, fuck. No, that apartment is a black hole. Like yeah. I spent, we had times where like yeah. pre, it was pre my ex too, where like Kelsey and I would lay on that couch during COVID, beginning of COVID and like FaceTime six guys a night. I went through a whole thing with the guy before my ex where like, I'd be like, I remember talking about him to Kelsey on that couch. And then like, I remember bringing up my ex to Kelsey on that couch. No, and then, everything like, has happened on the couch. And there was like one time where this one guy like came into town and quote surprised me, but like, I didn't want him to come and me and Kelsey were like, oh no. And then it's I brought also him over to me on the same couch. Yes! The guys come into yes! town and I was like, oh no. And, like one time I didn't know what to do with him. So I brought him over to Kelsey's apartment and me and him and Kelsey laid in his her bed and watched Tiger King. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> not Tiger King. Yes, Tiger King. Because I was like, Kelsey, I cannot deal with this guy. Like, I don't know what to do with him. She's like, bring him over. So we're sitting there like playing fucking games and like watching Tiger King in your now bed. I went through my breakup in Iman's bed. Oh, yeah. Iman was going through a breakup at the same time. In my same bed. Oh my God. That is yeah. like, that apartment. is. It has special powers. There needs like an extra price on top of it when I move out. <laughs> That's like you are really stepping into a powerful. Specifically that couch and that bed. The the couch and the bed. Everyone's done everything. Yeah. Well, that's a good truth or drink. I'm glad we ended up with a big rant. I, yeah. uh, this episode is going to be two hours long. Good. Good. 
And I'm glad you could ask me the questions. And my Chick-fil-A is still waiting for me. Yeah, I already ate mine. Well, I think this is a very good, this is a good thing to do a 100th episode in this way because it's so much less structured than I normally do. And it's so much less like, listen to my wisdom. It's more like, I'm dragging my motor skills. I can feel them like going. Yeah. <laughs> my mouth is moving so slow. So, Bing, what do you think about um, <laughs> Mount Oven? I know. I'm scared. I'm drooling. I'm keep drooling. Iman is like in some weird contortion. I don't know what position she's in right now, but like she's half, her legs are on the couch, but her hands are on the ground. And she's been holding herself up like this for like a while. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know how much it was hurting my arms until I, until I said it. Okay, well now we're probably just gonna drink a little bit more and yeah, you know what else. But anyway. Hopefully just go to sleep. I really don't wanna text I, you have to take my phone. Are we getting to that level right now? No, I'm saying if we drink more. Okay, yeah. Well because we know the dangers. You know what I'm actually really good at not doing too? What? drunk texting i don't know how pain has never sent a drunk text to any of her exes the second i have one to vowel <laughs> in my brain i have like a that's a raven vision i immediately call one of my exes one of my ex situationships and well, I- i'll do it to a situation ship to someone i actually respect and like genuinely cared about and respected as a relationship i don't but like to a fucking random guy i want attention from yeah no i te- all my exes. Oh. No one's off limits. <laughs> oh my god! And I, all I sometimes all I say is hey, and they just already know. Sometimes I call. Hey, what's they just up? already know. What are you doing? Nothing when I come over. Or <laughs> I've never had. I've never had an ex with a come over text. That means I am healthy. I don't. <laughs> I just. I don't even know if that's. I'm just like, how have you never done that? The second, like, the alcohol hits my brain, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm just, Well, I'll, I will do it to people that I'm not serious about, but I, I won't do it to someone I could ruin something with or that I respect enough to not, like, infringe on their I feel privacy. like I just personally think I will never ruin. I've could have... Well, I don't think you're going to ruin anything that's right for you my anyways. My specific but- ex that I'm talking about has seen me so insane. There's just... Also, there's so many exes that have seen you so insane. <laughs> Any ex that's like actually fucked me over, I will never talk to again. Yeah. Which is kind of a, like any of my exes that actually it was like, oh, that, that wasn't cool. Mm-hmm. I've never heard from me since the breakup. Any ex that I've I'm actually never been with, fucked over. That's the thing. I've never been fucked over by someone. Um, Yeah, I've been fucked over pretty bad. I feel like I've been like the like being the whole breakup situation does suck. And there's little microwaves yeah. someone fucks up with you. But like I've never been like. You've, yeah, you've been fucked over. Yes, I know what you're talking about right now. That's never happened to me before. Yeah. That kind of situation. But it's weird because I don't Yet. think I have trauma from it. Like, I don't think, like, I don't assume guys are doing that. I don't assume. It's like every person gets a new slate. Do you think a little or- part of you knew or no? I think that I subconsciously knew that that wasn't the right relationship for me. Yeah. And I think I was also kind of looking for a reason Mm-hmm. But I didn't, you know how it's hard to break up someone you don't have like a firm reason other mm-hmm. than just like, yeah, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. I think it was my first boyfriend and I'd never dated anyone else. And I didn't know what relationships were like. And I didn't, I don't know that I would have broken up with him over nothing. But when I finally found it, yeah, I was sick 
And I remember going outside and like yeah. calling one of my best friends and we were hysterically laughing because I was like, I can't believe I just got fucked over so bad. <laughs> I was like still living with him. He's inside asleep. I went outside to call one of my best friends and I was literally crying laughing about like, I cannot believe that I just got dogged out so bad. Insane. And I was so dumb. I was laughing so hard. Oh, God. And well, that gave you everything else. It gave you your apartment. It gave you. It gave me every. It was just luckiest thing ever. So I don't know that I think like if guys going to be sus, I'll find it out eventually and then mm-hmm. we'll be done. And it'll be fine. And then you'll suck because you won't be able to date me. And that's see, that's I kind of almost wish I got like dogged out by somebody because yeah. then it's easier to be like, oh, OK. Never mind. No, yeah. Th- my only ex that I've never been dogged out by is the one that I'm still talking to. <laughs> yeah, because so I hard. need him <laughs> to I need him to do something that's annoying or like, bad. Ruin my credit score. <laughs> like, um, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Come find me on Instagram at Peyton Sarton. Please, please, please. If this is the episode to do a review on, <laughs> please leave a review. Please leave a rating on Spotify. I love seeing that number go up. Whenever I'm like looking at shows that I like, I'm trying to figure out if I want to watch them or not. I look at the Spotify number of ratings. And if it's like, you know, multi-thousands. I'm like, wow. Like I saw the one the other day with 22,000 Spotify ratings. Um, it's called Two Hot Takes. And I think we'll, we'll do a podcast swap at some point soon. But it's actually, it's I love that podcast so much. I listened to so many episodes today. But anyways, if y'all can rate on Spotify, that would be great. iTunes as well would be wonderful. You can leave a review if you want. I know that takes a little bit longer, but the Spotify rating, the Apple rating would be great. Um, you guys can find Iman on Instagram at Iman Abdullah. What else? Just Instagram, Iman, E-M-O-N, Abdullah, at gmail.com. And I tag her and stuff, and y'all will see on my stories today. So you guys can go find her. Other than that, I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank y'all so much for listening to today's episode. You can catch a new episode of Note to Self every Thursday. Please, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the good stuff. I always want to hear from you, so please leave a rating and review if you have a sec. Follow Note to Self on social for all the behind the scenes action and more info about the show at NTS by PS on Instagram and at Note to Self Pod on TikTok. And I'll talk to y'all next week. <laughs>